now talking some Alabama high school football, outlooks and predictions from around the SEC, and getting you ready for tonight's kickoff at 7. It's the 3 and Out pregame show, presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater, with hosts Joe, Zach, and John Davis. Let's get right into it. Welcome in. Happy Friday, everybody. It is the 3 and Out pregame show. Thank you guys so much for joining us again. It is a big week. It's Albertville week for the Gunnersville Wildcats. Uh, obviously a huge win last week over Sardis, beating the Lions 55 to nothing on their own field. That puts Gunnersville, well, they needed some help, but that uh, solidifies that Gunnersville is number one in the region. Um, needed a little bit of help down the road in Jackson County. They got it, and uh, Gunnersville is now sitting atop the region. Uh, feels good we can breathe yes but uh you know we were a little i was a little off you know because i was the one that brought the playoff tiebreakers to the show last week it was way more complicated than oh, even yeah. i thought so essentially though a big part of it that nobody really has talked about is uh the importance of the buckhorn versus decatur game decatur being a scottsboro opponent yeah and um uh, buckhorn being a gunnersville opponent and had Decatur won that game and then Scottsboro beat Decatur this Friday, it could have potentially led to uh, to Scottsboro having more, uh, I don't even know how well, you duh, Everybody should have known that. Wins by non-region opponents that you beat. That That's that's really what it came down to. Everybody should have known that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Everybody should have been tuned into that Buckhorn-Decatur game. Yeah, it makes perfectly good sense to and me. So, Lord. so when Mars Hill beat Scottsboro, obviously yeah. Scottsboro couldn't claim Mars Hill's eight wins or whatever, and yeah. that, that ended up being significant too. But, yeah, Gunnersville uh, region champions, um, and but I guess – that that'll we've got two weeks for that. Oh, we yeah, got two yeah, weeks yeah. for the playoffs. Yep. Today is the Albertville game. Today is the Albertville game. Absolutely longest rivalry in the state. John Davis is on the inside of Gunnersville City Schools. How's how's the week been leading up to Albertville? Just a normal week, man. Just there's normal. No, like there, honestly, there's no hype. <laughs> the, the school is not a buzz. No, especially today since you're going to be at a. Elementary pep rally. You've been at the. You got. You had to go back to the high school. Where all? Did you hit every school today? Chamber of Commerce. Oh yeah, the chamber for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. I hit every school every day. Yep. I saw you last. Well, I saw you on. I can't remember. I guess it was. Uh, it was one of the days. One of the dress up days this past week. I saw you going around the elementary. John and Parker were a little bit late. Had to take them back to the pod myself. John Davis was in there doing. John Davis thinks too busy to talk, but have you ever, have you ever like walked past him when he's working? Oh yeah, it just and keeps going. Yep, doesn't pay attention yeah. to you. <laughs> Zoned in, man. But it has. It's one of those fun weeks, Lock, I'm I, sure. As <clears throat> as people said, I, I was lo I'm locked in. Locked in for sure, and it's one of those fun weeks. I mean, anytime you get to celebrate, and that's what I call it, celebrate a whole week of getting to play a football game. I mean. State's oldest rivalry, you can't beat that, I'm sure. Oh, and it means a lot to, to the coaches at our school, um, all the coaches. Uh, you know, Coach Reese, like every time we've beaten Albertville in soccer, I've gotten a text from Coach Reese the next day, congratulate me on beating Albertville. Nice. He, doesn't, he doesn't send those texts for Boaz or whoever else, yeah. but Albertville, and it doesn't matter if they're good, bad, or whatever, that's, that's one that we all uh, sort of – 
you know, we enjoy. Well, the Albertville Aggie, Aggies are the latter this year. They are 0-9, so they are bad. Um, of course, they're still playing a 7 day schedule, which they will tell you quickly. Yes. Regardless, they well, are an 0-9 football team. There's there's some 5A teams on that schedule, too. But yes. anyways, <laughs> my, one of my buddies, Jacob, that lives up in uh, Albertville, said that uh, – They've got a bunch of kids that are five eight and they don't and they can't drive like they can't like literally. Man, they're so young and it's crazy, isn't it? I guess kids are like maybe quitting or whatever, not like following through because they have a good youth program. I'm I'm not quite sure what's what the disconnect <laughs> there is uh, because they should be they should be good enough maybe not to compete in seven A but good enough to compete around here at least those 5a games and 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 what i'm hearing is there's potential for Aberville's like in 7a like that's uh-huh. that's not going to change there's potential that there may be a huntsville school going up to 7a which could potentially drop Albertville down to the central region for football so instead of getting beat by the likes of uh huntsville high and sparkman and bob jones they could be playing hewitt trustville hoover thompson good lord who would that be going over? Were they thinking Huntsville? Is Huntsville six A right now? Huntsville seven A. I, I gosh, I have Grissom, to I have to look at it. Yeah. I have to look. No, no, Grissom's, Grissom's already seven A. I don't know if it's if it was <clears> Columbia or that's um, crazy. How many or, schools are getting that big? In or Buckhorn? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure. But one of those that's like up there in that like, or it could be even be Florence. Yeah. Because they were seven A at one time and then dropped to six. But anyways, Rough, regardless, it doesn't matter when yeah. you're in seven A. It doesn't matter where you are, and it doesn't matter. Uh, going back to the Albertville record, it does not matter. It is still the Albertville yes. Aggies. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what happened last Friday, real quick. So, Guntersville goes to Sardis, um, shuts out Sardis, puts fifty five on the board. I think that's exactly what Coach Roos was looking for following a loss. And Julian got back on the field, which seven carries. Yeah, so. Oh, and e-, e. Nelson went over the thousand yard mark. So love that for him. Yeah, me they too. had a they had a nice graphic on social media. Did you do that graphic? Okay, was I did probably not. K, probably K Hill or no? It was, was um it was a student. Oh, nice. Yeah. Brad, so Brad Lett has a marketing sports marketing class. Oh, okay. They, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. And that was a student. Yeah. And so what a great honor for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that puts him in a pretty you know pretty exclusive club of Gunnersville running backs. You know, it does, and it just goes to show you know. The job that he has done this year, you know, considering not you didn't just lose your starting running back. I mean, you lost you lost a D one athlete, and then for Nelson to just step in and oh, I mean, the I imagine going into the season, and I'm not speaking for the coaches because they could have had a completely different plan. I, I imagine that that Delva was probably going to be like an eight to ten carry guy mm-hmm. a week behind Julian getting the bulk of the carries and then all of a sudden it's like all right dude you're our you're our starter you're our guy the guy and he's been having to carry the ball you know 20 25 times and he really rose to the occasion he's one of the MVPs of this team uh you know for the season not to sink your star running back goes out or what everybody thinks would be the star running back goes down and Delva like just it, it's been it's been uh, just a seamless transition having you, him in there you're in there you're in the school every day to me e nelson seems like a guy that's probably pretty quiet very quiet okay I've, very but, quiet yeah just do your job kind of guy well that's the kind of guy you got to have if, if you're going to step in and replace an athlete like julian so it'll be interesting tonight to see how many carries julian gets i suspect not a ton because i would imagine they're wanting to try and 
gradually work him in, and then maybe by that second oh. – the first round of the playoff, excuse me, <laughs> that first round playoff game. Yeah, let him go. We're yeah. as close to 100% as possible. Right. We're not looking at head coach. And he's, head. and he's rested. Yeah. I mean, if there's a silver lining to the cloud of his injury, it's, yeah. it's that he is rested. For sure. Obviously, defense, uh, you know, got – I don't want to say they got bullied – by Arab, I I think it was more of a. Um, it was it just a fourth quarter? Arab won the trenches. It wasn't. It wasn't. And and there was a, a several times where turnovers put the defense in a really really bad spot. Yeah. Um. So they didn't. I will say obviously they didn't have their their A game against yeah. Arab. So to come out against Sardis, who's been a better football team this year, and put zero on the board. You know, got to be proud of that defense. Right. Um, so, that's a lot of confidence uh, to build up. And then, obviously, uh, taking it to Albertville tonight. So, um, the longest rivalry in the state. That's all you got to say. And uh, Gunnersville's pretty much owned it for the last, what, six years now? Is it six in a row? I was going to say 20. <laughs> I mean, I can, in a, in a row. Last, I'll, when's the last I'll, I'll Albertville? Look, well, I'll look back win. at that. but uh, I feel like it was about 2000. 13 or 14, yeah, something it, like that. I'll, I'll, at, it was at Albertville, I remember. Um, but, yeah, Gunnersville's pretty well handled handled this rivalry in the past, the better part of a decade, we can say with certainty, that they have uh, definitely handled this rivalry. It's a three-and-out pregame show, and we've got a lot coming your way. We're going to dive into what's coming up this week um, around the region. We're going to talk about kind of the playoff picture uh not too much we don't want to get ahead of ourselves but we are going to talk a little bit about the playoff picture we're going to get into some college football which we got a huge weekend this weekend what you got zach 2018 2018 mm-hmm. uh at at albertville is 31 to 12 uh i remember that year that's the year i was in south alabama but let me just say this that's the year they had those two really good running backs so it may have been so since 2004, mm-hmm. okay. So I think this counting counting tonight would be the last 20 meetings. Albertville has won three. Yeah, gotcha. so past Gunnersville, Gunnersville has so Gunnersville has won 16. Albertville has won three, and then tonight would be the 20th gotcha. know, in the last 20 years. So um, put it put it 17 and three. Yeah. <laughs> and and two of those three wins were um, within a touchdown. Yeah, um, yeah. I knew so. they were. I knew they were pretty close. So. Good deal. So there's that. Sixteen and three going into tonight. Gunnersville is on top of the uh, the series for the last twenty years. So this is the three and out pregame show. When we come back, we're going to get into all I just mentioned, and we'll visit with Coach Reese near the end of the show. Stay tuned. Okay, the weather is starting to cool off around Sand Mountain, and that can only mean one thing: it is time for the return of the largest real ice skating rink in North Alabama. Today, we're going to be joined by Miss Gigi from the Sand Mountain Park to tell us all about the Sand Mountain Skate coming up. Thanks, Gigi, for joining us. How are you today? Absolutely. I'm doing great. As you said, it was cooling off. I got that little chill this morning. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's uh, we welcome that. It's uh, it's that perfect time of the year around here. So we sometimes we only have about a month of it or a few weeks, but we certainly uh, certainly ready for that. So, Tell me, y'all are about, what, a little over two weeks from uh, from getting going on Sam Mountain Skate up there, is that correct? Absolutely. Our grand opening is November 18th. That is on a Saturday. Um, our hours for that day will be noon to 8 o'clock p.m. Um, we're very eagerly counting down that day. It is approaching very, very soon. 
<laughs> but that is November 18th, and we're very excited. Um, we have uploaded our hours of operations on our website, so we're getting closer and closer um, to getting the public into our ice rink. And I think y'all have... Uh, You've sort of got your own separate Facebook, and uh, I, I know there's a whole section on the uh, Sun Mountain Park website, so everybody can uh, kind of focus in specifics on on all that good stuff. So y'all do some, uh, I, I know y'all have a lot of theme nights, and you can also rent out, like if you have a group, a business, a birthday party, church groups, uh, talk to the audience a little bit about how, you know, maybe if they're interested in, in bringing a group up there, what they can do. Absolutely. So, um, as you mentioned, we do have our group rates. Those are on specific Wednesdays. Those are targeted to businesses that kind of want to take their team out, have a bonding bonding experience. They can get out on the ice. Um, we do have to have a minimum of 30 for, for the business and or youth group uh, or group um, for them to qualify. Um, that is 30. You would get your skate ticket at a discounted rate, um, but we do have to have a minimum of 30. Um, and then you would get a skate session for two hours um, with your group. Um, those dates are booking up very quickly. Um, so we're very, very excited to get those group rates going. Um, and as you mentioned, we will also be having some fun theme nights um, this year. Um, kind of letting the public know a little bit more we'll have our vendor market which will be our inaugural um, vendor market this year on black friday so we'll have some local vendors out there Um, we'll have some more information coming up on that very soon Um, but we'll have it on black friday so we'll have kind of a local black friday to help um, local vendors in the area um, get their product out there and also help people shop local absolutely that's uh and i've seen some of the uh the pictures from that i guess last year and it's just beautiful the decoration and it just really gets you excited for the holiday season so let's see the so if you have your own you can bring your own skates and it's just seven dollars if you uh if you need skate rental i believe is it is it 14 for yes so uh your regular skate ticket will be um, $14, $7 is for the skate rental, and then the other 7 is your pass on the ice. Um, so that would be a total of 14 for that skate ticket. But if you have your own skates, you'd be surprised how many people do have their own skates. But if you have your own skates, time to dust the dust off of those and, and bring them out to the ice rink. Um, it'll only cost you $7 to get out on the ice. That's awesome. That's a, that's a great deal, really. It is. Um Food and drink served on site, and uh, I know y'all have some kind of special holiday, uh, you know, offerings there. I think even adult beverages, if you just kind of want to sit back. And I know some of the guys on the on our pregame football show, they just say, you know, we we just want to go up there and people watch and uh, and maybe see some see some friends fall down on the ice there. So, yeah. Little bit of everything for everyone at Sand Mountain Skate. Um, like you mentioned, we will. Um, have a little bit of everything for everyone we do have our penguin parties if you want to book your birthday party have a cool experience um we certainly can do that or if you just want to have a group um and book a party where your food and beverage and your skate tickets covered we can certainly set you guys up with that as well um but like you mentioned there's a little bit of everything for everyone um it's no cost to enter and the only cost is to get out on the ice like we mentioned, um, and then you will be able to get the opportunity to kind of walk our tinsel trail. So if you don't want to get out on the ice and you want to uh, people watch, you can certainly do that. 
um, as you walk down to our Tinsel Trail. So we will have adult beverages as well, but then we will also have a very um, festive menu for our food and beverage. Anybody that's been up there for the concerts know everything is first class, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Gigi. Come hit the ice this holiday season at Sand Mountain Skate. Thanks again, Gigi. We sure do appreciate the time. Thank you. Appreciate it. Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. Now back to the three and out pregame show. Well, I was born on a Sunday. Welcome back in. It's the 3 and Out pregame show. Thank you guys again so much for joining us for another week in what is the final regular season game of the year for high school football, which just doesn't feel good to come out of my mouth. God, what a blur. I know. know. <laughs> I mean, it, it does go. It goes by it's so like fast. It starts. Boom, time change, basketball season. Yep. Yep, it's crazy. But um, Yeah, first basketball games are next week. Girls, yep. girls play Tuesday at home against Madison Academy. Tuesday at home against Madison Academy. And then the, the guys' first game will be the 14th, so the next okay. Tuesday. Okay, so Coach Self uh, got some got some time to prepare them. Yes. Um, still, you know, depending on how the playoffs go here, I guess we'll see who – Julian plays basketball, correct? Julian, Date, Peterson. Um, so we got a few. Dadrian, Waller, Cam Logan. Okay, Ooh. so. Yeah, it's – A few. Just a few. Yeah. <laughs> may, get, may get postponed. Hey. Considering yeah. how the I, – I am so excited to watch this basketball team. Yeah, I am too. It's going to be a fun team to watch for sure. Uh, let's get into some college football. Um, let's start with what is definitely the biggest game of the week. LSU coming to Alabama. And it's kind of weird, the hype around the game right now. And you keep forgetting that LSU's actually got two losses on the season. <laughs> so, <laughs> But the, the LSU offense has been so good in the past few weeks that you can't help but think, man, this is going well, to be a big one. Yeah, with Daniels, they've got a, a Heisman, a guy that's in the Heisman race. Should um, be the front runner, he, he's in my put opinion. He's put in a lot of, lot of great stats. They're, they're, they're if, a If Washington stays team. undefeated. I don't know, man. The, and if, he, if he, Oregon goes – the rest of the way with one loss. Jalen Daniels has been consistent, though. Yeah. Michael Penix Jr., I mean, he did nothing against Arizona State, and then he did Almost lost. Almost lost. I mean, the, the one thing that you can count on each week about LSU is they're going to score points. Yeah. Um, hopefully not this, this weekend. Hopefully for not more fans, than 40. But, um, so that's part of our picks, uh, and obviously it's the biggest game of the week. Game, college mm -hmm. game days there, ESPN. All that. Um, it's a CBS uh, CBS nighttime kickoff, which it's sort of become like that's what yeah, it, it has become been. the the. So it's six forty five is what they have it down mm -hmm. as. Alabama's a three point favorite. Um, I'm I'm going to pick Alabama, especially with that number being so low. It started at six. 
Um, a lot of gamblers have liked LSU, which yeah. has taken that number way down to three. Um, but uh, Alabama has the best defense that LSU's seen. Mm-hmm. This, this Alabama's defense is going to be comparable and honestly better in areas like in the secondary than Florida State's defense. And yeah. Florida State's defense gave Daniels and LSU fits. Mm-hmm. Now, that was the first game of the season, but I, I, I like Bama's defense to show up, not game in Bryant-Denny, all that. Yeah, They're going to take care of business. What you got, John Davis? I think Bama wins the game. I'll just go ahead and put, put that out there. I wanted to discuss who would win. Who is the better team between LSU and 19 and Bama and 20? Oh, man. And I've got some numbers. Do you not love to see those two teams? I've got some numbers, okay? LSU was 15-0, and 7-0 versus ranked teams. We were 13-0, and 6-0 versus ranked teams. And we won 10 SEC games. Right. Well, and that was, that was a COVID year, too, so yeah. we, we, did, we had fewer games. Um, 10 SEC games, though. Both mm-hmm. teams had one of the best O-lines that year, their respective years. Both teams had a Heisman winner. Mm-hmm. Average points, LSU was 48.4. Bama was 48.5. <laughs> Average points per game allowed, LSU was at 21.8, and we were at 19.38. That's insane. Average yards a game, LSU was 568, we were 541. Average per play, LSU was 7.9, we were 7.8. Wow. Good Lord. That would have been – Talk about dominant. I mean, uh, what a game! And th- this LSU Alabama game now going back for, I think I think Saban said since 2008, both teams have been at least in the top 20. Oh yeah, every every matchup. So, and this will decide the West. This will oh, decide yeah. who goes to Atlanta. You can book your yeah hotel. I mean, correct. Does LSU need to win? Well, again? it would. Yes, they would need to continue to win because they would uh, have to win out. We would have to lose. We'd have well, no, to, no, 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 no. no. That, so, 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 we have to so lose another if one. If LSU wins, mm. both teams would have one conference loss. Right. So then, uh, and, and then you still have Ole Miss there with one conference loss. Right. So you sort of have a Gunnersville, Scottsboro, Arab yeah, yeah. kind of thing with tiebreakers and all that. So if everybody were to win out, there's there's a crazy tiebreaker scenario there um, because Ole Miss beat LSU mm-hmm. and Alabama beat Ole Miss. So um, they used to the the top record that you would used to get to was um, uh, like the ranking in the playoff. Yeah, determined or the BCS at the time determined who would go to the SEC championship. Mm-hmm. It still could be that Ole Miss has got a tough game this week um, against A and M. Uh, so I mean, who knows what could play out? LSU still has to play A and M. Um, they have somebody else. I think Florida maybe. Um, they've got a couple of like yeah semi tough games normally remaining. Like, that's normally in November. So yeah, I mean it's going to be uh, tomorrow night is going to be going to be one of those kind of pull yeah. your hair out one minute game next yeah. week. Jump LSU, it up and down. Next week LSU hosts Florida. So obviously huge night tomorrow night Tuscaloosa and then uh, Auburn last week gets the win over Mississippi State. We all picked Auburn, didn't we? I think we did because. I did. I, 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 like I told y'all, it's it's in Jordan Hare. I did. Auburn I? Auburn has a head coach. Mississippi State currently That's does right. not. I mean, the guy Zach Arnett, I'm sure, is a great defense coordinator. But well, the problem with State is their coach passed away. I know. I know. But and this they, was the guy. This well, was the guy I'm waiting. They they well the the 
thing that they did wrong was they drastically changed their offense. Oh yeah, without changing their personnel, and that's been obvious. Um, and, and and it's yeah, it's been so bad. Auburn Auburn gets to go to Nashville tomorrow to play a home game against Vanderbilt. So that'll be nice. It'll be seventy five percent full. Just to change your scenery. Be seventy five percent full, and eighty percent of that seventy five percent will be Auburn. Yep. It's always a fun trip. And there'll be cranes in the end zone. So yep. watch out for those cranes. 11.30 pregame uh, right here. We'll start on 95.9 WTWX, so be sure and tune in for that. Uh, let's get into some picks for the yeah. week. So did you pick Bama, yes. Joe? Oh, okay. Yeah. So if, hey, well, I, I do want to say this, though. Bama does not want this game to get to the 40s. Oh, no. It's got to stay 35 and below. Yeah. So oh, 100%. Um, so we've, we've taken care of Bama. The other CBS game on Saturday is Missouri at Georgia. Georgia, again, 15.5-point favorite. They've been, like, double-digit um, favorites all year. Playing a Missouri team with a quarterback uh, that can challenge them a little bit. Um, and, I'm again, I've, I've been doing this all year. I was right one time, and that was Auburn. Auburn covered. They, got, they made it close. I'm taking Missouri to at least keep it somewhat close. They've got an offense. They've got receivers. They've got five-star receivers. Yeah, they do. And they have a good quarterback that's going to be drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think they can make. They can score enough. Is Georgia <laughs> going to score? Probably. Georgia without Brock Bowers. Um, the real test for Georgia, I think, is going to come with Lane coming to town in a couple of weeks. But I like Missouri to cover the 15-and-a-half at least. Give me that hobnail boot, Georgia, big. Every time we sit here and say so, Georgia's going to be tested, so they just Florida, run them out of the stadium. Last week, I was like, you know what? It's be the first game without Brock Bowers. I think they'll struggle a little bit. I'm going to take Florida. Yeah. Look good, first drive. Yeah, until they did that stupid – for Stupid. I'm telling you, take the analytic notebook, put like it in the you trash should, can, and you burn should, it. Someone should you. lose their job over that yeah. play call. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm done picking up. Like mm-hmm. at this point, if Georgia Me wants too. to win by thirty, they can win by thirty. Me too. Um, another SEC game: A <clears throat> and M at Ole Miss. A um, and M loses to Bama, kind of deflates their whole season. They have not looked great. Yeah. Um, Travels to Ole Miss, 11 a.m. kickoff. Very Bro. early for the hotty toddies down there in, in hey, Oxford. Hey, it just means brunch on the brunch at the Grove. <laughs> brunch at the Not Grove. Not even brunch, breakfast. Number seems kind of low for me for Ole Miss to be at home uh, with Ole Miss favored by three. I like I like the Rebels. I like Ole Miss, too. This will be, um, this will be A&M's ninth straight true road loss. They are – Jimbo Fisher is – 0-8 right now hey, Jim, in true road games. Jimbo's gone at the end of this year, right? Yeah, because the number – I mean, if, if they finish with a losing year, which is totally possible, the number doesn't get that much smaller if right. they keep him for another year. You're talking about like $15 million, so – Yeah, you know, all money, man. Yeah, they'll they'll find a way. Who, yeah. What you got? Ole Miss A&M? Ole Miss. Okay. Uh, set by 17. I guess so, it's yeah. – You know, you know it's funny. I, I was listening to, to another show the other day, and they were talking about how – the the war in the Middle East could affect oil prices so much that oil prices rise so so high that A and M donors then have plenty of money to then fire Jimbo Fisher. Only in America. So yeah, uh, uh, is that uh, that's our thought process. Middle, Middle East Middle East conflict may yeah. may lead to Jimbo Fisher being at home, but. Uh, yeah. 
But John Davis, you like A and M or Ole Miss? You like Ole Miss? Ole Miss, big. Let's run through these next few. Um, so uh, Washington travels to USC. Washington three point favorite. ABC six thirty kickoff. I like the Trojans to bounce back from uh, you know what they've. Uh, Washington's had some close close calls. Caleb Williams is still there. I think I think Washington loses their first game of the season this weekend. I think Michael Penix. Um, Gets the rust off, and if you're going to get get right against a defense, it's definitely this one. So I'll take Washington. Washington. Okay. Um, upset pick of the week. Uh, anybody? Y'all, you guys got picks? I, I'll go first with mine. Colorado State playing. I mean, Colorado playing Oregon State at home. Colorado is a 13 and a half point underdog. Uh, I don't know if I really like them to win the game, but I do like Shadur Sanders, Travis Hunter to put up enough points to at least mm-hmm. keep it close. Uh, so I, I, Colorado is my upset upset pick. I'll go uh, Kansas State over Texas. I think Kansas State gets that win. Um, <coughs> officially gets Texas out of the way. Also, watch out for Bedlam. Watch out for Oklahoma oh, State yeah. or Oklahoma. So if those two things happen, then the Big 12 is pretty much it's, eliminated from the playoffs. And, and it could be the last Bedlam for several yeah, years. Yeah. So those are my two upsets. Well, my, real, my real one is Kansas State, Texas, but watch Oklahoma. Oklahoma I'm State. going to the ACC, and I am going to – they're not going to win the game. I'm still on the Florida State bandwagon. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to take Pitt to at least cover the 21 and a half. It's been, I mean, it's big been number. sneaky. I mean, That's Florida a big State's number. Been, yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Um, so that's I a, still think Florida State wins, Greg. Yeah. Uh, play, playoff teams. Uh, we're gonna uh, do predictions for playoff teams really quick. I I like Bama. I like Oregon, um, Florida State, and um, God, that fourth one is is kind of hard. Um, I like. Oh, I don't like Michigan. I, I don't know. This whole Stallions thing is just like know. throwing me for a loop. But I, I mean, as if if the NCAA doesn't take it away from them. Mm-hmm. Michigan's going to be in the in the final four. So Bama, Oregon, Florida State, Michigan. Um, one through four. I'll go Florida State, Oregon, Georgia, Bama. I think Bama sneaks in. You think ba- Bama and Georgia make it? Yes, in? because okay. I think the reason Alabama gets in is because they beat Georgia and Atlanta, and you can't keep a one loss Georgia out of the playoff after winning two of them. John Davis. I'm trying to think. Um, I would say Florida State. Because I've been high on my my boy Greg all year. Mm-hmm. Um, You've liked Washington, right? I do like Washington. They'll win the Pac-12. Um, and then I think Ohio State will beat Michigan this year at the Big House. And then comes down to if we beat yeah. Georgia or not. Georgia or Alabama. So y'all are thinking Georgia's going to get one loss between now and then. I mean, one loss in Atlanta is not going to keep Georgia out. Their strength of schedule has been terrible. Doesn't matter. Terrible. Two natties in a row. Doesn't I don't matter. know. I, I still think they could. Uh, with the and honestly, with, if we went, if if both went out, and we beat them. Yeah, Georgia's going. Georgia and Alabama are in. There ain't no way. I, there's just too many successful but, so, teams. So you're gonna, it, I think a lot of teams would have to lose. Now so we're gonna have a we're gonna have a mess. So if a, if a, okay, so if Ohio State wins out. Yeah. And they're the big Say Texas 10. wins out too. Wins the Big 12. No, I'm, I'm saying I know. throw that in there. Throw that in there. But 
Ohio State wins out. Mm-hmm. Washington wins out. Mm-hmm. That's t- those are two. Ch- champi- They're going. Champions have been a. They're going. Okay. Florida State wins out. They're going. Okay. Alabama beats Georgia. Yeah. Georgia probably gets in over Alabama. Not a chance. You take the champ. You take the champ. I hope that that happens. The, I'm telling Alabama you. has the seventh <laughs> toughest schedule in the country. Georgia's sorry, is in the just, is sorry. in the bottom he's, twenty. He's incensed over this. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I mean, there's I, no chance. He's just being more vocal about it than I am, and I, with him being incensed and and that's a perfect go, time to go to break. Going all out. I haven't. I just want everybody to know that the. Hoodie that Zach Ross is wearing today. Ball of notes. Might be my favorite hoodie I've ever seen. <laughs> so there you have it. Straight from Joe Cagle, the Alabama SEC champion gets left out of the That's insane. playoff. You're so, fired. So I can't wait. So uh, now, we got to get rid of him. It's three and out per game show. We'll be right back. <laughs> hey, folks, Jerry O'Neill, broker and owner, Southern Elite Realty. It's football season and it's game time. I hope you'll slow down, enjoy the game, and make memories. My team and I are so proud to be a part of the WTWX and the Gunnerful Wildcat family. I personally have great memories of sitting on the front porch with Dad and listening to the Wildcats play to victory. As the market continues to thrive, my agents and I will use our many years of experience to serve all your real estate needs. We strive to treat every property as it's our family's. Be sure to check us out at MySouthernElite.com or feel free to give us a call at 256-202-1648. Call today and let's call it soap. Local Alpha Insurance agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry want to wish the Wildcats much continued success and they're pulling for you. Stop by the Alpha office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville, and you'll see why so many customers have not only saved hundreds of dollars a month on their insurance, but also increased their coverage. Keep up the good work, Wildcats, from your trusted hometown Alpha agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, proud sponsors of Gunnersville Athletics. Hi, this is Paul Harris with State Farm in Gunnersville, your local State Farm agent. I am a proud Gunnersville alumni and Wildcat athletic supporter. Please give us a call at 256-582-3250 or come by and see us at 1246 Gunner Avenue across from the gas board for all your insurance needs. We are here to help life go right. Best of luck and go Wildcats. Whitaker Towing Service has proudly served Gunnersville and the surrounding areas towing, wrecker, hauling, and crane needs for over 60 years. As former Wildcats themselves, the team at Whitaker Towing understands the importance of not only getting the job done right, but exceeding expectations with a commitment to excellence. Reach Whitaker Towing at 582-3811. And if you have a special service request, don't hesitate to call for a free quote. Go get them Wildcats from everyone at Whitaker Towing Services. Hey, this is Cameron with the Laundry Basket Plus. With the new 2023 season, we want to cheer on the Gunnersville Wildcats to another successful year. Make sure to visit one of our seven Marshall County locations and try our $1.50 wash and fold service. Also coming in September, be sure to visit our new location, the Laundry Basket Plus car wash beside Gunnersville High School. Best of luck tonight and go Wildcats! We'd like to thank Harrelson Drugs for their continued support of the Gunnersville Wildcat broadcasts. Steve and Marilyn are honored to have served our community for over 30 years. And not only are they a trusted healthcare resource, they also have the best gift shop specialty items around. Go Wildcats! From Harrelson Drugs on the corner of Gunter Avenue and Patterson Street, a locally owned, independent family pharmacy and gift shop.
Welcome back to the 3 and Out pregame show. Welcome back in. It's the 3 and Out pregame show. Thank you guys again for joining us this week. It is the last Friday of um, the regular season, which is super depressing. But, thankfully, the Gunnersville Wildcats will have at least one more week next week. But uh, let's talk about tonight. First, Gunnersville travels to Albertville. It's the state's oldest rivalry. We already talked about it earlier. In the past 20 years, Gunnersville is 16-3 and in the past 19 meetings, so looking to make that 17-3 and tonight. But you guys both graduated from Gunnersville. That's well documented. I, I've graduated from Arab, so this week for us was the Gunnersville game, even though we didn't win many of them. Um, but for you two, for your perspective, this the whole week of Albertville week just – well, number one, I think we're going to deport you back to Arab after your whole Georgia comment <laughs> segment. But well, they won't take me either. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they won't now. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> so, so one thing that I wanted to talk about, uh, you know, in in relation to that, is whoever came up with the idea to have the um, the football players and the cheerleaders at the elementary school car yeah. line drop off. What a great idea! Mm-hmm. They, it just it gets you in the spirit. When I drove up, didn't even think about it, didn't know remember that that was happening, and then you see them out there, uniforms on, all that ready to go. And I mean, I ha- I had a few choice words for the guys. I was already giving them their yeah. pregame speech a little bit, telling them to knock some heads and stuff. And uh, I asked Royce Bauckham for his autograph. But <laughs> other than that, and they you know they get my daughter out of the car and and walk yeah, her into cool. school and all that. And you just like that that just you, you you can't you can't put like a price tag or, or how valuable that is because I remember when I was in sixth grade going to watch Gunnersville play in the um, final four. It was Jonathan Hyde and Zach Wiggs and Brian Crutcher and all those guys. You're old, David Boyer. I'm yeah, very very old <laughs> at, at this table. And man, like I got that school spirit in me then, and I was like, hey. I want to be like those guys. Yep. And so, like, and that was what happened. I ended up, I mean, not like those guys. We never made the Final Four, and I certainly wasn't scoring 30 a game like Jonathan Hyde. But uh, <laughs> it, it led to me playing basketball for Gunnersville and, and having school spirit. And, oh, you yeah. Know, so that builds, and it's just great to do that for this game because it means so much. It doesn't matter that Iberville's 0-9. Like, that should motivate us to give them that 10th loss and, and, and make them 0-10. Because if roles were reversed – Oh, I guarantee Lord. you, yeah, they would be fired up about see how many points they can put up in an our sure. season with zero wins. Um, and now, John Davis, obviously, you you graduated from Gunnersville, but now you're on the inside. I know we talked about it a little bit earlier, but talk talk uh, again about the week that has been leading up to Albertville. It's just been business like usual. I mean, I think being overhyped for the Arab game, I, I feel like they that yeah. Was, now it's now it's just like okay, well we can't do that. Right, let's not do that again. So I, you know it's just bit you know. <laughs> well, ho- hopefully I didn't overhype the the few seniors. Well, Coach Reese talks about it. Too. Well, Coach Reese talks about it too in, in the interview coming up in the next segment. You know he he talked about the chamber lunch and the and the elementary pep rally and everything, and he he embraces that. He wants those things to happen. But as he says, when when those guys get back to that field house, you're back. You're dialed in. Game plan locked ready. Locked in. Lock, locked in, dialed in, whatever you got to be. And you're thinking about your job. You're not thinking about all the extra stuff, which I think is what 
uh, Gunnersville did in the Arab game. Well, and it well too, and it the uh, it's like bragging rights too. All the other judges here are Iberville guys, and so if <laughs> Iberville beats us at anything, they are the. I mean, they it's like they call me, they text me, "Hey, did you see the score?" Blah blah. Yeah. I just I just love maintaining those bragging rights here because you know we all go to work together we all you mm-hmm. know and when it comes to this game like it's it's typically highly talked about now obviously with Iberville being 0 and 9 I don't know if they're how many people up in that town think they're going to win this game tonight <laughs> but probably, uh probably very few but but you're right what you both have said is keep, just keep a level head go out there and play hard play you know, give the game the attention that it deserves, mm-hmm. um, but don't get too overhyped that we kind of, you know, start making mistakes, fumbles, interceptions, and and give Aberville any kind of, any kind of uh, room for to make this a game. Yeah, because it could be easy to do that, especially knowing that Gunnersville will be on the will be at home next week. They will play Springville next week, um, and honestly, do we? This is Springville's first playoff appearance in how long? Long time. Uh, it was 14 years. I have a buddy of mine, Springville soccer coach. Uh, he and I have been buddies since way back. And, uh, um, yeah, it's the first first uh, Springville playoff team in 14 years. Springville is kind of an interesting story in that they went from being a 2A, 3A school, like a country school, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, you know, you get an exit, I guess, <laughs> to interstate and yeah. and, and sort of – business starts booming and they've gone from like a 2a 3a to now a, a large 5a school so they've with that they've had some growing pains in sports like football um but they they have great athletes people may remember a couple years ago their basketball team knocked us out upset us in jacksonville oh yeah um they've got great at our soccer team always has great athletes um but they just i don't think they'll have enough of them that springville girls team that arab beat this past year at at Jacksonville, they had yeah, they they look good too. So yeah, it's a, it's an athletic school for sure, and it's they're going to be excited uh, to have been playing in their first playoff game in a very long time. But they will travel to Gunnersville. Um, obviously, not looking Gunnersville's not looking past Albertville by any means, but they do know they have Springville next week, which is always exciting to know you'll be in the playoffs. Um, the way the let's see this week, um, not many implications i don't believe you've got looks like mainly um mainly out of region games all week arabs off um let's see throughout the region though decatur travels to scottsboro tonight uh lee huntsville is at boaz douglas travels to north sand mountain and sardis is at hoax bluff as we wind everything down. Hey, correct! Congrats to Boaz for clinching that fourth mm-hmm. yeah. uh, playoff spot. They're gonna have. Uh, they're gonna play Southside, who they nearly beat. That that is a great draw in the regular season. Great draw. Can't get a better draw as a four. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of shocking to me that Southside ended up winning that region with Leeds and Moody in yep. there. Uh, but um, but I mean, Southside was tough. I mean, they, they play South. Was it at Southside when they played them? I think it was. Was I it think not? It, I think it was. Yeah. They've got to go back there, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Boaz was leading that game. I think in the second half at one point. So um, <laughs> great draw for them. Um, do we? I guess so. I can't remember who who finished second between Moody and Leeds. Uh, I can't either. To where Arab will go and play. Yeah, but we can we can find that. We'll out. figure that out. Um, We'll figure if, that out. If, if, the we, break. if we ended up being third, we would have gone two Leeds. So Leeds is second, right? 
I, I guess so. We'll, we'll look it up during the break. When we come back, we'll let you guys know. It's a three and out pregame show. When we come back, we're going to visit with Coach Lance Reese. Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency is a locally owned, independent agency that works closely with their clients. And this fall, they would love the opportunity to sit down and find the perfect policy for you, your family, or business. Visit them on the corner of Loveless Street, just down from the Rock House, or call 582-4039. Best of luck tonight, Wildcats. And we're cheering for you, from Carson Ray and everyone at Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency. People's Bank of Alabama is a local bank you can trust to be there when you need it. We are your neighbors, friends, and family. Whether you're a team player, a coach, a member of the band, a cheerleader on the sidelines, or a fan in the stadium, the People's Bank of Alabama team is proud to be a supporter. We have been a part of this community for over 40 years. This is where we live, work, and play, just like you. From People's Bank of Alabama, here's to a winning season member of FDIC and an equal housing lender. Cramama Seafood of Gunnersville is so proud of the Crimson Guard band, cheerleaders, and football players participating tonight. Cramama's has been locally owned for decades and was voted best seafood restaurant in the Tennessee Valley. Stop in this fall and enjoy some live music, football on the big screen, and of course, fresh and tasty seafood. Cramamas, an ultimate staple of Gunnersville, right across from the high school. $150,000 by go, $150,000. Hey folks, Steve Carver here with Carver Carver Real Estate Solutions, Remax Gunnersville Auction Group. My son, Cole Carver, and I offer all the solutions to your real estate needs. Are you looking to buy, sell, or find out more about our auction business? Now is the time to reach out to us. We offer 30 years combined experience in the industry to help both you and your family make sure that you receive top dollar for your investment. Call us at 256-571-6775. Going once, going twice, sold your way, Cole, number 114. Venture Out Supply Company knows the importance of a healthy and active community, and we're proud to support all the great student-athletes out there competing tonight. Venture Out is Marshall County's premier outfitter, with all the best brands like OnCloud, Chaco, Birkenstock, Patagonia, North Face, and many more. From cycling to hiking, or just being the best dressed, Venture Out Supply Company has you covered. Visit our Albertville or Lake Gunnersville location. Bob Moore and the team at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A want to wish the Crimson Guard Band, cheerleaders, and football players a great 2023 season. And this fall, Chick-fil-A delivery options are just a tap away. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and a team member will bring your favorites right to your door. It's our pleasure to serve the great Gunnersville community and go Wildcats from everyone at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A. Now, this week's interview with Guntersville head coach Lance Reese, brought to you by Foodland Plus in Guntersville. As always, the good folks at Foodland congratulate both the Guntersville High School Wildcats and the Albertville Aggies on this season. It's going to be a traditional get together, and we hope that both teams fare well in tonight's game. Best wishes you all from your good friends at Foodland, real proponents of high school athletics in our county of Marshall. And welcome into another week of the Coach Lance Reese Show. Coach, appreciate you joining us. Um, obviously, really big win for you guys on the road at Sardis last Friday night, and I know that had to be something uh, you were happy to see 
you know, a bounce back win and another region win. Yeah, it was a big win for us. I was, uh, you know, it was a tough loss at, at uh, ARAB and then came back and really looked at the film and talked about what we needed to do to improve. And I was proud of the way the, the players and assistant coaches handled it. Uh, it wasn't necessarily a fun way to practice, but y'all knew that we needed to get back to playing uh, guns for football and correct some of those mistakes so that it didn't linger on into the end of Sardis game. And I thought that they did a great job of handling that. You talked about that last week, too, about the, the ARAB game and how you didn't see Gunnersville football out of your guys. But then, you know, this week you say that you did. Kind of what would you describe that as, kind of a physical brand? Is that is that kind of what you're talking about when you talk about Gunnersville football? Yeah, and uh, well, really just not letting your opponent dictate how you play. And, uh, you know, we, we've been, especially these seniors, have been around kind of a winning tradition for four years. So hopefully they see that uh, – uh, you know, hopefully, if we do what we're supposed to do, we're going to have a chance to win most opponents that we're going to play. So, I felt like we kind of got away from that against A-Rab and let the let the uh, rivalry get in our head. And we we got some penalties that we shouldn't have gotten. Uh, you know, we jumped off sides and had some pre-snap penalties. And all that is just use your mind not on your job, but on, you know, bigger things, on your opponent and things like that. So we had to go back and kind of block that out and, we spent very little time last week really talking about Stardust, and we were focused on uh, you know, getting back. And just, when I say gunners, well, I mean just doing things right. And so uh, that's what we did, and it paid off in the Sardis game. What are some, uh, you know, a few things that, that stood out to you in the Sardis game? Uh, well, I thought uh, offensively uh, we didn't stop ourselves the way we had been doing previously, and we were also able to really get the run and the pass going. And I think uh, – when we're running the ball and passing effectively, it makes it so much more difficult to de- to defend us. And we're also able to kind of go tempo at times. And and uh, when when we're going up tempo, the guys really like it. It seems like odd, but it seems like we have to make some. We're going kind of going fast because the guys have to lock in when we go up tempo. So uh, yeah, it was good. Uh, e. Nelson um, went over a thousand yards for the game, so it, which is great for him and. Uh, uh, I'm a guy that works really hard, and then we got Julian back. Uh, kind of trying to bring him back slowly. He had uh, he had seven carries, and I thought that uh, Eli threw the ball well. I think we had a number of guys that uh, I know Cam had some big catches, but uh, Adrian had a big touchdown catch right before the half. But talented receivers get them you know, get the ball, and then. Uh, the players are always excited anytime you get a shutout. And it's, uh, Nassarvis has had a good year and they've had success. So it was a very physical game. I was proud of the way our defense responded. All right, okay. guys. Now, obviously, um, big game, big game now. Uh, it's, it's an Albertville game. You don't really need any more extra motivation about that. What does this year's Albertville football team, uh, what kind of challenges they present? And, um, you know, just talk a little bit about this rivalry. You've been a part of so many of them now. Yeah, we're we're fortunate to be involved in a game like this it's, that uh, means so much to both communities, and it's kind of honestly recognized across the state as uh, being one of the longest uh, running rivalries. Uh, both communities really come out, so it's kind of like I said before, we've got to make sure that we don't get our mind off uh, the task at hand and still trying to improve and do things right and start thinking about the game and all the stuff that we have. I know for our for our seniors, it's a good day. We start today at Gunnersville Elementary with a 
pep rally, and then we go to the chamber, and they honor the seniors at, at lunch, and all those things are great, but when we do get through with all those Albertville uh, festivities and, and get back down to the field house, we've got to really lock in and, and get ready to go on the road to play a you know, 7A football team. Absolutely, Coach. We appreciate it as always. Best of luck tonight. Looking forward to it. All right. Thank you, Joe. Before we close shop on tonight's show, again, our best wishes to the Albertville Aggies and best wishes to the Gunnersville Wildcats in postseason play from your good friends at Foodland. Ladies and gents, Foodland is indeed your home for good food at good savings. Come shopping with us. And again, congratulations, football teams throughout the county of Marshall from Food Land. You've been listening to the Coach Reese interview, sponsored by Foodland Plus in Gunnersville. Kickoff is only minutes away. And that was Gunnersville head coach Lance Reese visiting with us every week as usual. Um, you know, he was uh, definitely, definitely proud of, of what they did at Sardis. Obviously, we knew that was a game Gunnersville was going to win, but but to go into and to bounce back like that after a really, really tough, you know, emotional loss. Let's, let's be honest; it's, it's an emotional loss when you when you lose to Arab at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so to go on the road and beat Sardis fifty-five to nothing. Let's do what you do. Yep, it, Gunnersville football. That's what Coach Reese keeps talking about. I even asked him in that interview. I was like, you, "You've said that for a few weeks now, and just want to know what you know, kind of what your definition of Gunnersville football is." And he said, "It's just last week at Sardis." Yeah, <laughs> doing things the right way. Yeah. Doing things, I, do your job. I th- I think tonight, man, you can yeah. walk in the locker room and say, "Hey, I want y'all to score fifty-five oh, yeah. again, yeah. and keep them to three. Mm-hmm. I feel like we. I mean, it's going to be a name your score. I don't think it's it's few things to watch. What, the highlight of the night for the Apple Aggies is when their band takes the field. Yep, and a few things like it has been all year. A few things to watch going into the playoffs is going to be obviously how many reps Julian Jordan's going to get this game. Um, uh, real quick. Yeah, interesting. I, I don't know. I, they have they have sort of the same thing we do with a three-way tie because Southside lost to Moody last week, 34-21. to 21. So I, I've heard that Southside's going to be the, the team, but it, I think it may not be finished until this uh, this weekend or this tonight wow. because Southside travels to Etowah okay. and Leeds plays center point. So – Wins again, or the wins of your non-region yes. victories. I I don't know how that's going to shake out, but the good thing in all that is, out of the region, out of the playoff teams from that region, we get the one who's not a part of that tie. Yes, and we get them at home, Springville, and so it may still be up in the air as far as Arab Scottsboro, um, and where they're. Where, I mean, uh, it'd be Arab finishes third, so where they're traveling to, and then who Scottsboro hosts, but maybe Greg. Um, Maybe I know he's been looking at a lot of yeah. this stuff. He might he might be able to uh, share more during the game. Always interesting as we get to the playoff time. So we'll see how it all shakes out. This is a three and out pregame show. We're about to send it to Jeff and Greg at the stadium. If you're not making it to Albertville tonight, please stay tuned right here on ninety five point nine to listen to every second of the action. It's a three and out pregame show. Thank you guys so much for joining us again. Until then, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Please be safe getting to the game tonight.